You are listening to the Mompreneur Mindset Podcast, a space where we empower you to build an aligned business so you can spend less time on the things you think you should be doing in your business and more time with the people you love. I am your host, Gianna Diggs. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the show. So today I have another guest. Her name is Michelle Clark. And a little bit about Michelle. Her energy is infectious and her words empowering and inspiring. She's obsessed with helping soul-led entrepreneurs to achieve transformational success by up-leveling their energy, mindset, and habits and helping them to step into their power and speak to their authentic message. She encourages women to be unapologetically brave tap back into their inner knowing and unleash their magic so that they can become magnetic to their soulmate clients and bring their purpose into the world because the world needs what they have. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm super excited for our conversation today because I feel like this is something that a lot of beginner entrepreneurs really struggle with, and that is how to grow your business, how to even get started with your business in a not not spending 10 hours on it, you know? Um, and so I want to know, in trying to figure out how much time to spend on your business, right? How can entrepreneurs know what direction and actions are the right ones to take? Yeah, that is a really good question because honestly, that is the trick to growing your business and not burning out is only taking the aligned actions because there are so many actions that you could take, but it's about taking the really aligned actions. And the only way to know which aligned actions, which ones are aligned for you and your business is to listen to your soul. Your Mm -hmm. soul knows what should be doing already I mean you could be doing Facebook you could be doing Instagram you could be doing Twitter and you could be doing Tumblr and you could be doing talking on podcasts and you could be doing all these things Mm -hmm. but if it's not aligned to you then it's just busy work rather Mm -hmm. than aligned work and I think that's what most people struggle with like I work with people on all ends of the spectrum of their businesses and what I find in common is that people don't know where to focus Mm -hmm. and the reason they don't know where to because as they're watching, we get FOMO, you know, we watch what everyone's doing on the internet and, oh, that shiny thing over there and, oh, I'm going to try that and, oh, I could do that. And we try to do everything and we don't do it well. Like imagine having five boyfriends at the same time, right? Like you wouldn't <laughs> right. be growing any of those relationships very well. You need to really, really focus. And your business is a relationship. You need to treat it like it is a relationship. Like really figure out what does your business want from you and what feels mm. good for you. Like you wouldn't continually – and I do tend to talk about this. I tend to talk about marketing like it's dating and your business like it's a relationship because it's <laughs> mm-hmm. something we can all relate to. Like you wouldn't be in a relationship with with a partner and only do things that they liked, right? It would mm. have to be a little bit of give and take. Your business right. has to serve you. I think we come at it from the wrong angle. Your business has to serve you. Right. I think a lot of people do that because it's always it's always the push of like what the client wants, right? And so how many people will create an offer because they're like, well, everyone wants this thing from me, but it doesn't feel aligned with what they're doing. And so it's like you create this thing to appease your audience, which of course we want to do that. But then you burn out quickly because it doesn't align with you. 
Exactly. And if you do something that's fun for you, I promise you that's where the money is. But so many people at the beginning stage of their businesses, I see them doing what's trendy at the moment. So what's trendy might be mindset or it Mm -hmm. might be busting money beliefs or it might be, you know, it could be any number of things depending on what industry you're in. And they focus on what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. instead of what their soul wants them to do because they see other people making money doing that. But that might be aligned for their soul, so they will make money doing that. But if you try and do it just to make money, you won't make money out of it. Whereas if you follow the joy, if you always follow the bliss, that's where your money is. Mm, that's so true. So what what strategies would someone would you give someone who was like, okay, you want me to follow my soul, but like, how do I listen to my soul? <laughs> That's a really good question because it's different for every person. And I actually wrote a whole a whole part of, of the book that I wrote, Woo Woo for Women in Business, actually teaches you how to listen to your soul because we're all born listening to soul, right? It's just that mm-hmm. we forget about it and we get, you know, we get taught that it's a little bit crazy. So we stop doing it. We stop listening to our intuition. So you all right. have the ability to do it. It's just you've forgotten how to do it. And there are there are certain things that you need in place in order to listen to your soul. And the biggest one of those, like the easiest one for me to talk about here without talking about it for 10 hours, <laughs> is that you need space. We're too busy. We're too distracted. Mm, yeah. Yeah intuition we're scrolling on facebook and we're gossiping with our friends and we're watching netflix but Mm -hmm. where's the quiet time you won't hear the messages when there's too much noise Mm, that's that's so powerful because i think that um our cell phones and technology has really created this world where it's great for us right like you know you're all the way across the world and we're able to do this podcast together, right? So it's created this this connection, but at the same time, it's created this space where it's like most people can't even meditate for five minutes, right? Without feeling like, oh God, what's going on? Like, oh, did I hear my phone ding? Or um, I know that's something that I struggled with when I first started meditating was I was like, ugh, I cannot sit here for 10 minutes. Um, and it's just created this this process that we just don't know how to do nothing. <laughs> and I think that that that's so key, especially as moms, right? Like, you know, my daughter, she's four and it's just that iPad. Sometimes I have to say, let me get that iPad. And, and she's just like, no, mom, like, like she doesn't know how to just sit there and, and do nothing. But I'm glad she has an imagination that she'll at least play. Um, and most kids don't even do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we teach them right from an early age to be distracted. It leads nowhere good. Right. Um, so so how do you think that someone trying to grow their business and um, figure out the, what is that, the, the time, like let's say we said two hours, right? Where, like, how, what's the process of even just being able to pinpoint where those two hours would go? Yeah. So so it depends on where you are at your best. Like for me, my brain works best in the morning. So when my daughter was little, I would just get up really early. She got up at seven, so I'd get up at five. Mm. I'd get up at five, I'd do some quick journaling to, to get myself in flow and get myself connected to my soul. And then I'd already have pre-planned out what my actions were going to be. So then I'd once I'd tapped into soul, I would just really knuckle down and do all of the actions that I needed to do to grow my business. And then at seven o'clock, my time was with her, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just took the really big actions instead of getting distracted. I didn't even look 
at any social media or any emails until after I'd done absolutely everything else that I needed to do to grow my business. And in fact, when I coach my girls, this is what they do. They all have to agree, otherwise I won't coach them, that they're not allowed on social media till lunchtime because it fries mm. your brain. It takes you out of your soul and into the chaos. And you cannot grow your business when you're in chaos. You just can't. It's, it's that simple. Right. Oh my gosh, I love that so much because I, I was just thinking how the notifications, like that's sometimes that's the first thing you see in the morning, right? And even if I have it on like, do not disturb and you take it off and then you see an influx of notifications and you're like, oh, this person finally responded to me about this message I sent them. And then you get what we call squirrel, right? It's like, oh, I got to get this done. And then by the time you look at the clock, you're like, oh, like three or four hours have passed by and I've gotten nothing done. And I only have three more hours before I have to go pick up my kid from school. And so I think that that's, that's, I love that that's like a hard rule with your clients is like, mm, you cannot check your social media until, um, until after, after lunchtime. Um, I think we should all try to follow that rule. And also if you have iPhone, you can also put the, the little, what is that? The notification that will like, you can't go into certain apps until a certain time. So that's also a little tip if you didn't know. Um, let me see, what else do I have for you here? Because I feel like you have my brain going, so I'm like, how can I pick your... (laughs) Why don't we talk about how to know what actions to take in your business? Because that's what a lot of people struggle with when when they first set up. And that is all around having a strategic plan. Like, I know strategic planning is corporate and I know it's boring, but there is a very fun way that you can set your annual strategic plan by... If if you think about your annual strategic plan like a book. So Mm -hmm. if you think about where you want to be in a year's time, and then you you call that book something. Like, what is it? Like, let's say, like, like where do you want to be in a year's time? You want your podcast to be so famous that you get interviewed on Oprah, say. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, who wouldn't love so that? Interviewed <laughs> and, and, so, and so we're going to call the book How I Got Interviewed on Oprah. So then once you have a theme, right, and don't pick too many things. When you write a book, you're writing a book about something. Like, I wrote Woo Woo for Woman in Business. It's about woo woo and it's about business. It's not about how to groom my dog or how I love running around my farm. It's about woo woo and it's about business. So it's Mm -hmm. about the focus. The title of the book gives you that focus. So how I got interviewed on Oprah would be the title of your book. And then you think, okay, if I'm actually going to write this book, just like, you know, how you did essays at school, you're like, right, what are the parts? What are the paragraphs that I'm going to write for this essay? So -hmm. when you think about how I got interviewed on Oprah, what would be the four parts that would make that up. So for an annual strategic plan, you need quarterly goals. So you need four, right? So mm-hmm. we need four chapters in your book. And it might look something like you got your podcast to 2,000 listeners. Mm-hmm. And then it might look like you started interviewing famous people on your podcast. And then it might be, take some notes, this is your annual strategic plan after all. <laughs> and then the third thing might be that you um, – that you did some advertising and promotion and you got your podcast to 10,000 listeners and then it might be that you actually reached out to Oprah. That might be the Mm. final thing, right, that you did, that you actually reached out. So the first part of your quarterly plan is going to be getting your podcast to 2,000 listeners. So with that quarterly plan, then you plan out what are the actions that you need to take in order to achieve that 
and those are the actions that you take in your two hours that you've got in the morning or the two hours that you've got at night that you've set aside to actually grow your business because mm. working on your business and working in your business are two different things yes working in your business is doing your social media posting and answering your emails and working with clients working on your business is the two hours two hour chunk that you spend every day taking the big actions that will get your results so what that might look like if you're going to get 2,000 people listening is you might run some Facebook ads, you might go on other people's podcasts, you mm-hmm. might um, get people into your mailing list, you might, you know, there'd be a whole lot of actions that you take. So right. then when you sit down at the end of the week and you plan out your business actions for the week, you look at your annual strategic plan and that's what you put into your calendar and that's what you do in the morning when you have your time. Oh, yeah, I love that. because it sounds like it's it, actually really easy. Actually, it doesn't because I think that, um, and like we were talking about before we started recording, that's the biggest struggle that that we have is is you know balancing it all and trying to figure out what actions we need to take because you know everyone has something different, right? Like you're gonna go to one person and they'll tell you you need to do this thing. You'll go to another person and they tell you you need to do that thing, and that's why I love you said like what's aligned with your soul. Like what's going to move you forward, of course, but what's also is aligned with your soul because too much noise is is going to just create confusion. Exactly. And definitely watching other people creates confusion. You get FOMO, you think, oh, they're doing it better than me, or you think, oh, that's a good idea. Like just stay in your lane, stay with you. Right. Do you have that, that I just got a download of like, do you have any like specific techniques that, um, that maybe you do or your clients do that? kind of prevents you from that comparison that you get besides like of course not logging on until a certain time yeah I literally don't follow anyone people are like oh you're so someone said to me a while ago I didn't even know who Ben A. Brown was I'm like you're so much like Ben A. Brown I'm like am I so I googled her and I'm like yeah she's amazing oh that's nice that they thought <laughs> I was like Ben A. Brown but I literally don't follow anyone I follow Oprah like literally my hero um (laughs) that's it like I just don't follow anybody else you you have to stay in your lane if there's too much external noise you can't hear what's going on with you but that's just one of the strategies you know there's other things like it's all about energy I spend a lot of time in nature I spend a lot of time journaling I, I really listen to my body and that's how I know to stay in my lane. That's how I know what's always going to work for me. That's how I can like bang out a program and people automatically want to get into it because it's aligned to my soul. So therefore mm-hmm. it's talking to the souls of my soul, soul my clients. Mm. That's, that's so powerful. Um, so this is another download I literally had as you was talking. Um, so if there's someone who is like, they want to listen to their soul. And I mean, I don't know if I asked this before, um, but there's still some like deconditioning. Like, did you go through a deconditioning process or have you kind of always been, you know, into like hearing your soul? I've always been into hearing my soul, but there was definitely a period that I didn't. Mm. Um, I, so, I mean, I was, I was born psychic. In fact, we all are, right? But mine yeah. just hung around for a very long time because my family's quite psychic, so it just wasn't considered not normal. It wasn't until I got to school that I realized it was really abnormal. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> it was a surprise. And so, you know, as I, as I grew, I learned to turn it off and not listen to it because mm. it, it makes you too much and all you want to do is fit in but it made me miserable it made me not want to be on this planet it mm. had me doing jobs that, that 
healing my soul, you know, and mm-hmm. eventually I've got to a point where it's like I'm either going to be me or I'm actually not going to be here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, those were the choices. So, yeah, so I, I re-tapped back into my soul and I I took a, you know, a real big brave step and I left a very, very well-paid corporate job that I actually loved. Like it was a really good job doing really good things with really good people. But I took the really big step of leaving it and following my dreams and doing what I wanted to do. And, I mean, I make 10 times more than what I was making now, so I never needed to be afraid. Mm-hmm. But I only make the money I make because I do follow my soul. And people are like, oh, it must be so lovely, you know, soul, soul tells you what to do and you do it and it's easy. I'm like, there's nothing easy about following soul. Because soul tells me to do some crazy ass shit sometimes that I don't <laughs> want to do, that I'm afraid to do, but I do it because I know it's always the right thing to do. Oh, I love that. I love that. I try to be spirit led. Um, I feel like spirit. I was spirit led in creating this podcast. Um, and sometimes it is hard. Sometimes you like override your intuition. Um, but at the end of the day, your soul is never going to lead you to the wrong direction listening to other people it's what will normally lead you to not where you need to be at okay um so my my last thing and I feel like we've kind of already kind of touched on it but I'm just thinking about that mompreneur who is she's like I hear you I hear listening to my soul but she's like I'm still struggling I still am not sure Right. I, it, it's, it's hard. I, I think I want to give up. Like what piece of advice would you, would you tell her? I would tell you that you probably won't be able to give up. You will feel like giving up, but if you are doing something that is in soul alignment with you, you won't be able to give up. You might chuckle your toys out of the cot and be like, oh, that's it. I'm burning it all the ground and I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I guarantee you in a week's time, you'll be like, right, let me pick it back up. And right. Because there will be something that you just can't stop coming out of you. If you don't feel that way about your business, you're in the wrong business. You're doing mm-hmm. something because you think it's going to make you money. You're doing something because you think it's trendy. You're doing something just because. Like my advice to you is if you're not absolutely passionate about your business, burn it down to the ground sooner rather than later and do what you really want to do. Do what. Do the thing that you're like, oh, my God, no one would pay me to do that. Like seriously, mm-hmm. I love talking and bossing people around. It makes me a perfect coach. Mm-hmm. Who would thought that people would pay me lots of money to boss them around? But they do, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So the thing that you think I couldn't possibly be paid for is the thing that you should be doing. But to answer your question more specifically, like that's what Sol wanted to say to you, but more specifically what my brain would say to you when you feel like giving up is instead of releasing all of the tension and chucking all the toys out of the cot, just put a few little toys over the edge. Keep keep the important toys, like the one that you really love, and put the rest of the toys over the cot. So, you know, if if what's really important to you is sharing your message, then just share your message. Don't do anything else for the day. Don't reach out to any new people for podcasts. Don't do any marketing. Don't onboard any new clients. Just share your message. Like, but don't chuck it all out. Because what happens is we we stretch and we stretch and we stretch. And when we get close to achieving our goals, we start freaking out. The Mm -hmm. mindset comes in. Oh, my God, it's not safe. You're going to die. Who do you think you are? (laughs) And so we release all the tension and we slap back to there. But if we get to here and we get a little bit scared, instead of slapping back, if we just go, it eases the pressure a little bit, enough for us to go, and then you can stretch a little bit further and you get to grow a little bit more. So don't grow fast. Like, mm. if you're earning 20K a year now, 
Don't come and coach with me or someone else and go, I'm going to be making 300K by the end of the year. You're going to burn out. You're going to freak out. You're setting it too high on purpose. And I'm not saying that you can't grow your business that high. If that's in soul alignment for you, it's great. But if actually you're saying it just because then you have a goal that you don't have to reach because it's too big, right? So sometimes Mm. we set them too small and sometimes we set them too, too big. So it's actually got to be where you want to be. And don't release all of the tension. Just release a little bit. Oh, snap to that one. I love that. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the show and delivering us a message that I hope touches everyone who hears this. I hope it touches their, their soul, right? I hope it touches them on the soul level. Um, so yes, thank you so much for being here and we will talk soon. Thank you so much. So before we wrap up, after I did this interview, I realized that I didn't ask Michelle where we could find her online. It was a long day, so my apologies. So I'm going to tell you. So she has a book called Woo Woo for Women in Business. You can find that on Amazon and I will link that in the show notes. On Facebook, uh, you can, it's backslash empowerment empires with Michelle. On Instagram, you can find her at Michelle Business Coach. Um, she also has a YouTube channel, Michelle Clark, and Clark is spelled with the E at the end. So C-A-C-L-A-R-K-E. And she also has a podcast called Empowered Business Woo Woo Show. And I will link everything in the show notes if you want to check her out. All right. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Mompreneur Mindset Podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to the show, I would love it if you could subscribe and rate or review the show. Your support means the world to me. Also, if you write a review and email it to me, you will be entered in to win a by design day of Boxer. Head to giannadiggs.com backslash podcast for more information.